A great day for Talk Radio. Halloween afternoon, and it's a wet one. Uh, but, you know, it's not been a great day for, I guess, the folks up in 23 Division. Uh, the police uh, had an altercation that they responded to at Finch Avenue in Allness, which is closed Finch Avenue eastbound. Uh, currently, while units investigating, six shots reported, a large fight, and a collision, all related. No victims of the shooting, although there's a male with an injury, but it, uh, it's not a gunshot. He is being treated. Shell casings have been located, and there are vehicles with damage. And uh, so now you know. We'll update that story at the top of the hour with the news. After that, Mark Stein will join us, and our panel topics worthy of discussion. One such is, of course, the marijuana legalization. We're now into the full throttle of, what, 10 days or so? And uh, there are some attendant questions as to what will happen with your car insurance as well as home insurance because, you know, uh, there are impactful Things that happen with legalized marijuana, as Colorado has found out that experience. So let's find out from our own expert in this regard. Julian Fantino is the chairman of Alifia Health, as well as Global News Radio's law enforcement expert. Julian, good afternoon. Good afternoon, John. By the way, did I get my division right? Is it 23 up there at uh, Allness and Finch? Uh, it could be 31, but it's probably in the border area. Either way, they'll all be in there doing their best. Right. Uh, I guess flooding the area since gunshots were fired, and uh, that usually draws a crowd, doesn't it? It's such a, I guess, uh, everyday event now, and, uh, you know, police are hard-pressed to respond to these issues, but it's the carelessness and the callousness of uh, some of these gunmen that uh, plays out over and over again, which is enough is enough, I think. Well, you know, we were just talking about that prior to you joining us, because there have been episodes in the last few days alone. Uh, an eight-year-old caught in the crossfire of a gun battle up there in Jamestown on Jamestown Crescent by the uh, TCHC uh, complex, and then uh, two guys reported shot in the same neighborhood last night. There are going to be uh, an increased police presence uh, for Halloween, trick-or-treating. Uh, Ron Tavner, I'm sure you're familiar with him. He's a superintendent yeah. up there. Uh, he's yeah. saying they're going to, you know, kind of flood the neighborhood. It's kind of uh, what a commentary on uh, how times seemingly have devolved to a point where you need police there to ensure kids' safety on Halloween trick-or-treating. Well, indeed, John. And, and you know, things are escalating to the point where, you know, soon to be enough is enough. Uh, rhetoric will be heard, but uh, a lot of it goes back, and we've talked about this over and over again, uh, how the police have been basically uh, neutered in their proactive work and, you know, the carding issue and on it goes. And so uh, I'm not saying that this is a direct consequence, but I am absolutely certain that there's a direct relationship. All right, let's uh, pivot now to uh, something also uh, of consequence. That's the legalization of pot. And while it's only been, you know, what, a couple of weeks now, uh, it seems to me, that uh, there haven't been any really serious episodes or incidents that would point to, uh, you know, the legalization leading to road carnage or anything. Disabuse me if I'm wrong, but, you know, I've been looking for it. doesn't seem to be any correlation yet. No, not not that we've seen, John. And, of course, the, car, the sky hasn't fallen. But uh, nonetheless, you know, it's a very short time from when it was legalized, I guess, on the 17th. But uh, going forward, there'll be all kinds of challenges, certainly uh, with regards to not only incidents, but uh, how this will play out in the courts when it comes to uh, drug-impaired driving and those kinds of issues. So uh, I, I guess to this point in time, uh, it's still a wait and see. 
Well, in Colorado, uh, they recognized after legalization, and I guess a time frame that was a little more extended than our two-week period so far, uh, legalizations resulted in more impaired driving charges and accidents, and that's raised the cost of insurance. Uh, Can we anticipate something like that here, perhaps? Well, if the insurance companies can make a relationship between the legalization and the use of uh, marijuana, of course, and driving, uh, certainly they're going to jump on that. But, uh, you know, there's already uh, stipulations in life insurance and so forth, whereas, you know, uh, there's things about smoking in there, and they have quite a probing uh, inquiry with regards to one's health and how it goes. Obviously, this is yet to play out, but I'm sure that they'll be they'll be addressing this issue if they're not already. Well, they say in Colorado, which legalized pot in 2014 in a time frame right there in that wheelhouse, 2011 to 2017, car insurance rates went up over 50 percent. Well, I think you're going to find that uh, for the first little while, uh, there'll be a euphoria, uh, I guess, happen out there with regards to this uh, legalization issue. But as time goes on, I think things will settle down. I I suppose the issue that uh, has been lost in in the discussion is how much work has been done to educate young people, especially uh, about the health issues relative to smoking and so forth. But now we seem to be going in the opposite direction. Meaning we're not doing enough due diligence to protect the health of young people who might be impressionable and uh, start smoking pot. Well, there is that issue, of course, but I mean, education's the way to go. And, and you know, when it comes to environmental issues and so forth, I know my grandchildren, uh, they're far more in tune with what's going on than their parents or even grandparents. But uh, so there, there's a different, uh, I, I don't think that anybody can just assume that uh, there's going to be a, a, an overwhelming amount of of use of cannabis, and and as a result, people are just going to go out and drive. I think people are still going to be responsible, and those that are not, John, will have to pay the consequences. Let's hope that it's not happening to other people, innocent people, at the same time. Or do you think people might be emboldened driving while high on pot because they know that the police don't right now have any effective way of uh, addressing it? I mean, the testing is not yet uh, scientifically solid. Yeah, but but they're ramping that up, John. The, the 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 officers now are being trained and have been trained to identify the inappropriate driving situations, and then you know, you know the, the the rest will follow. But uh, there's nothing to prevent police today from uh, from pursuing uh, a drug impaired driver right down to the point of, of of seeking out a warrant to take their blood and so forth. So there are provisions. It, it may be more awkward. Obviously, it is. But at the end of the day, I still think that uh, people who think they're going to get away with it will have another uh, issue to consider, and that is the consequences. What about home insurance? Because you're allowed four four plants. And uh, do you think in some cases uh, that will create uh, a liability insurance-wise, you know, uh, because of the apparatus you have to set up or, you know, if it's that sophisticated? Do you think that's an issue? Well, it's always been an issue with uh, with the illegal grow operations, uh, be it the short-circuiting of the hydro or, or the mold uh, scenario. It all depends uh, what people do. Of course, they're only allowed, I believe, it's four plants. Mm-hmm. So that should be, uh, if, if they abide by the rules, uh, uh, that, that shouldn't create those, those kinds of problems. But uh, I don't know. Like uh, It's available now, and, and, and if people want to get quality, then I suppose they want to do it the legal way, uh, other than having to grow it themselves. Well, it's interesting because uh, medical marijuana's uh, been legal for a while, uh, well before, you know, we legalized recreational pot. You're in the uh, medical marijuana field with Alifia Health. Uh, have you yeah. noticed 
an impact on, say, uh, the number of scripts written, or do you think you anticipate now that recreational pot has been legalized, people may, you know, just decide they don't need the medical script as much? We've been watching that, John, so far. We haven't noted any difference. The the big difference in all of this really is the the gatekeeper is always a doctor, and one would assume that people who go to see a doctor for legitimate ailments uh, will go through the process in a way that then whatever script they receive uh, is going to be helpful. Uh, Our big effort is to try and get people off of opiates because there are alternatives. And, and medical uh, marijuana, medical cannabis, uh, uh, legally prescribed, and, and of course by a physician, is very often a solution for a lot of people suffering from you know chronic pain and so many other ailments. But no, we haven't noticed the difference. Uh, we're watching for that. I, I assume that there will be some, but I wouldn't say that it would be a dramatic shift at all. Got to ask you finally: the private dispensary model that Doug Ford's adopted, coming in April, uh, is that? the most effective way to deter the black market? Well, you know, I've always been uh, leery of uh, all the rhetoric about uh, deterring the black market, John. Uh, you know, the black market and, and uh, uh, criminal enterprise, uh, they're like water. They follow the course of least resistance. The moment you start taxing things and the moment you start controlling things, there's always going to be uh, uh, an offshoot of activity that doesn't conform to the laws of the land or the rules of engagement, if you will. All right. Uh, Well, we're going to watch as that is rolled out in April. In the interim, uh, we'll see if anything else surfaces as a cause uh, of concern here with legalized recreational pot. Julian, appreciate your time as always. Thanks, John. You be careful tonight. Uh, Yeah, okay. Handing out kids. (laughs) Handing out goodies. Yes. Fair enough. (laughs) Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Julian Fantino, chairman of Alifia Health and Global News Radio's law enforcement expert. By the way, citing Doug Ford, uh, there is something that he got involved in, canceling cap-and-trade, Bill 4. It was announced earlier today, and uh, amidst a lot of support from certain groups, others not so supportive, it's a populist initiative, I guess you could call it. Uh, will it hurt or help him going forward? I'm going to open the lines and ask you. We'll get to Mark Stein after 5 o'clock. And our uh, panel topics worthy of discussion, Peter Tabbins is the NDP's energy and climate change critic. He'll have more to say on this matter, I'm sure, along with Dan Moulton and Tom Parkin. But your thoughts first and foremost. Killing this cap-and-trade thing, uh, are you in favor? Will this help or hurt Doug Ford? going forward. It's a populist thing, putting more green in your jeans at the gas pump. And uh, however, you know, deliveries are going to increase the price of food and so on and so forth. He feels it's better that you keep the cash.